When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the war, 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 the all right, the views from Mint Street Podcast rolls on. It is Rob Brown. It is Lonzo Wright. So we are glad to have you listening. And if this is your first time checking out the views from Mint Street Podcast, do us a favor wherever you got it from, whether it was iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or free on the Odyssey app, go make sure you are subscribed and go make sure you hit the little notification icon so that you are notified every single time a new episode drops, including this one our preview pod which will drop for you on friday and then of course three next week our wrap-up pods on monday our midweek pods on wednesday where we break down transactions and injuries and moves and news and notes and our preview pods on uh friday Uh, a couple of other things real quick some little news and notes and we'll start with this one uh Derek king former miami slash houston turned uh minor league qb has been signed to Carolina's practice squad, which I find uh, interesting. I, I, I can see that Derek King was a guy who, you know, at Miami never really hit the mark, went to Houston, was kind of, I mean, he was always a pretty okay quarterback. Not great, not terrible. He was just a pretty okay quarterback. Uh, but he does have a, a, a set of legs on him that kind of makes him dangerous. He very much reminds me, uh, of a less talented throwing the ball Baker Mayfield. I think that's fair to say. So uh, I don't hate the signing as a practice squad guy. I, I frankly don't think De'Ara King is ever going to see an active roster in the NFL, but he's absolutely a nice little resource to have to hang on to on the bench. He's a guy that can simulate a Lamar Jackson, can simulate a Kyler Murray, uh, can get can get can give some reps for the offense if Baker takes a day off, et cetera. It's not a bad little addition to the practice squad. Like I said, I don't think you're ever going to see him on an active roster, Lonzo. But, you know, the guy brings a, a, an interesting, a unique skill set. And I'll be I'll be interested to see what he does as a practice squad player. It's very weird uh, that you would do this when you had Eason, who actually played in a game, and you could have put him back on the practice squad, that you get rid of him and then bring in another quarterback. It makes you wonder, and this is what we can do here on this podcast. We could speculate uh, that maybe the injury to PJ is a little more than than what they're hinting at. Um, well, I, I think that's part of it. So the other part of it, and I apologize for interrupting. I just want to throw that out there, and then I'll, I'll shut the hell up so you can talk. Uh, the other aspect is remember who we are playing this week and remember who the quarterback is of the team we're playing. It's Lamar, Derek King is a guy who can simulate Lamar. He's obviously not anywhere near uh, as good as Lamar. No one is, but he's a simulate quarterback that can come in for, even if it's just for a week, and just run the Lamar scout team offense a little bit. I think that's largely, uh, largely, pardon me, what this is about. 
but it also does give you a little bit of quarterback depth because now you have three quarterbacks on the roster, all of whom who have dealt with a high ankle sprain or worse leg injury within the past 12 months. You lose another one of those cats. You, now you got a guy on the depth chart that you can bring up who, uh, again, remember Derek King when he showed up in Miami. A lot of folks thought Derek King was going to be the best quarterback in the ACC. That obviously never panned out, but there's still a lot of apologists who will tell you it is because the Miami Hurricanes are a small dumpster fire that has been thrown inside of a larger dumpster fire, and Miami held Derek King back. He went to Houston, and he had a much better career or year uh, with the Cougs. He gives you the ability to kind of simulate Lamar and – while you can never fully prepare for Lamar, you'd at least like to get the looks down, and De'Aaron King's going to be the best opportunity to do that. So you're bringing him in for one opponent, and then you're going to drop him from the practice squad? Very strong I, possibility. I, I got to admit, I don't know how the practice squad works entirely. I don't didn't know that you could just bring someone in and drop them. And bring, I, I think you keep Eason out because, or in the fold because he has ankles of steel. He's the only guy who's made it through however many weeks without a high ankle sprain. You don't want to get rid of that, but they did. So you're bringing in another mobile guy to simulate. Uh, how, how long does he make it before one or both ankles are sprained at the top? I I, I like that I can put Zoe out there uh, as a scout to get ready for next year's draft. And one of the things at the top of Lonzo's scouting report will be ankles of steel. Hey, you got to have them. Got to have them if you're playing on turf. That's uh, that's not incorrect. That's not incorrect. No, I listen. Uh, you know, practice squad guys for the most part uh, can pretty much come and go as you need them. Um, like I said, I think De'Aaron King uh, is 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 interesting in that he had a pretty good year at Houston and okay, but above average year at Houston. Uh, never really panned out at the University of Miami. I blame Miami for that more than Derek King. Uh, look at him this year. It's the same situation. Miami's supposed to have turned a corner this year. Uh, they are uh, uh, very, very bad. So I don't hold it against Derek King. But there's also never been anything that jumps off the paper that leads me to believe that, you know, we're looking QB future here. I, I think it's a good move to get ready for Baltimore, right? Because here's the reality and kind of taking that to the next step. Uh, as much as I was comfortable a week and a half ago saying that we have entered tank mode, as much as I was comfortable a week and a half ago saying, uh, you can go ahead and write off this season. This is just getting prepped for next year. Uh, I am now just as comfortable saying this team wants to win a football game or six, right? This team wants to go win a football game now. And, the best way to do that is to give yourself the best preparation possible for Sunday. And that's all this is. This is a, a prep move for Baltimore. I think it's a solid strategy uh, from Steve Wilkes and Scott Fitter. I got no problem with it. Like I said, I don't, I don't think you're ever going to see Derek King hit the football field, but I think it's a solid practice strategy. And yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are talking practice strategies on the views from industry podcast. You ain't getting it nowhere else. People. If you do see Derek King on the field, it, it's probably not a good sign. It's probably things probably have gone good. terribly wrong. Terribly wrong. All right. Speaking of quarterback, let's spend just a minute on this because obviously our Friday pod is going to go much more in depth on this topic. 
as we get ourselves prepared for a roadie up to Baltimore to take on the Edgar Allan pose. Uh, what does Lonzo? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Against a very good defense, a defense that has been flying around the football field, a defense that may very well now have the best front seven defensively in the entire National Football League with the addition of Roquan Smith. What does a successful weekend for Baker Mayfield look like? Well, I mean, we could say the obvious of of the offense being, you know, probably 60-40 run. But I don't think that's going to happen in this game. I think he's going to have to um, throw the ball. And he's going to have to throw the ball accurately. And he's going to have to throw the ball downfield. Because now uh, we we know that, that Carolina has a reputation of being a running team because that's what they are. So, of course, they're going to crowd the box. There's going to be uh, some receivers open that the first few weeks of the season, Baker Mayfield was un- unable to hit. But the last time he was on the field, he was very accurate. He looked like the Baker of old. I, I The thing is, that, that Baltimore defense, they're used to uh, practicing against a running quarterback and against the running game that's injured all the time. It's still a running game. So they're going to be ready for the run. I don't think they're going to be ready for the pass. I think Baltimore may be susceptible to the pass, and Baker's probably your best shot. I think that's what he's going to do. Still got to run the ball. Still got to run the know. ball. Listen, I uh, here, here's the thing about having a run team mentality, which we do so that we're all very, very clear. Uh, you have to run the ball even when the defense knows they're going to run the ball. That's what a running mentality is. If they stick nine in the box to stop the run, you still got to run the ball to keep those nine in the box uh, honest, attacking, right? But uh, a successful weekend for me out of Baker, you know, like I said, there's there's a part of me and is the part of me that can still accept losing games because every L is closer to one of the top four draft positions where I think you got to be to grab a quarterback. Uh, there's also a part of me that has that, that, that remains mildly optimistic that maybe we don't need to go find a quarterback. Maybe Baker can be that quarterback, right? We have talked many, many times about Baker showing up in C-Town was successful because he had a really good wide receiver core and a very good offensive line. Well, uh, Here's a slight update about the Carolina Panthers for those of you that are maybe checking in for the first time. We got a pretty good offensive line that's been built there in the Queen City, and the wide receiver core has developed quite a bit since the departure of Matt Rule. He's got the tools that he had at Cleveland. Offensive line, probably not quite as good. Wide receiver core, not probably quite as good as Cleveland at its best, but still very good. And eight draft picks 
next year, meaning there's the possibility to hit on another one or two in both of those units. Uh, Look, I want to see Steve Wilkes call the offense the same way that he called it for P.J. Walker. I want 30 to 35 runs, maybe more. The majority of those go into Deontay Foreman. With Chuba Hubbard back, a solid chunk of those, maybe a maybe a I don't know a, a fifth, a fourth of those going to Chuba Hubbard. I would like to see Blackshear come in and get some XP as well. But I'm looking for like 17 to 22 throws for Baker Mayfield until he shows me he's going to put the ball on target, until he shows me he's not going to panic behind the line of scrimmage, if the defense of the Baltimore Ravens starts getting to him. I, I, I'm, I want to set up Baker Mayfield, Lonzo, to play a simple game, to connect with open wide receivers, to make the right read, not to panic. Show me you can do the basics. Show me you can do the basics so that we know we can keep the running identity but still scare some teams if they get over-aggressive with the run and get you outside to make a play a successful weekend to me is 17 to 22 passes complete 13 to 15 of them go get me a buck 50 a buck 70 and maybe a touch through the air but be baker mayfield without panicking and making us change the identity of this team and if you can do that against baltimore you can do that against probably any defense in the national football league and now all of a sudden, the next week, maybe instead of throwing it 17 to 22, we throw it 20 to 25. And if you're still busting it up there, maybe 2025 comes to 22-27 with a healthy dose of run because we know we can still extend the sticks when we've got the opportunity. Uh, I just want to see Lonzo. I just want to see Baker show me that it was Matt Rule and it wasn't Baker Mayfield. He can make the accurate throws, the short throws. He can read progressions effectively. He can get the ball to the right guy at the right time. And we don't need to dramatically change the offense for Baker. He does that against Baltimore. There's a chance Baker Mayfield starts week one in Charlotte next week or next year. All right. I've always been curious about the, the start for the Panthers for Baker, how much of the problems were because he was checking out of plays, how much, was were running plays uh, called. And then we found out that, you know, one of the first things that Steve Wilkes said uh, in one of his first press conferences was what we wanted to hear, we're going to run the ball. So that made me think, okay, maybe it wasn't Baker checking out so much. It was uh, McAdoo and Matt Rule not calling it like a running team. Now we're going to find out for sure for an entire game the first entire game that that I believe Baker's going to play um, out of the shadow of Matt Rule underneath Steve Wilkes, and we'll see how much he checks down, uh, che- or not checks down, but checks out of running plays, how much confidence he has in that offensive line that has grown so much since week one. If he sticks to the run, like what you're saying, I still think he needs to throw it more because I think the defense is going to dictate that, but you're right, without keeping – them uh, thinking it's going to be a run, then they're going to creep back. So you got how many times is he actually going to hand the ball off? The other thing that he had when he was in Cleveland that you didn't mention was he had a really good running game. 
So he knows how to operate with a good running game. This running game, not as good as what he had in Cleveland, but they're not bad. So if he actually hands the ball off instead of going, you know what, I think I'd rather pass the ball, they got a shot at him. 